Hey moms, welcome, welcome to, to Mommin' with, with Jesus, where we hope you'll find encouragement and grace. This is Genesis. And I'm Pamela. And just like you, we need constant grace for, for our daily dose of mess. Hello Pam, how was your how was your New Year's? This is the first episode of the year and we want to talk about some personal issues and personal things that have impacted our our daily walk um and how we can carry that on for this coming new coming new year. And so um with that, how is how has your new year's been? It's been pretty good. Well, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, it's 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 been good. It's just um we've there's been a lot of little colds and upper respiratory issues in our household. But other than that, you know, it's been it's been pretty good. Yeah, over here, same thing. Um, my kids were sick for some time, and um, I was like, okay, how am I going to deal with this? How am I going to take Ellie to school? And, and so she didn't go to school for like a couple weeks, and it was rough. I was like, man, I was expecting my life to start kind of going in a in a more different direction, and but it didn't happen my, my way. And so I'm just kind of making the best out of the opportunities that I have. And um, it's it's always going to be a struggle with kids, and it's always going to be like very unexpected things happening. But um, I think this year has been going on pretty good. I'm focusing more on grace uh, for myself and my daily walk and, and with, you know, my eating and, and, you know, just the basic things that we try to get through, like every new year <laughs> time that we never really like get through the year sometimes. I but I wanted to start the year fresh and wanted to give a just a refreshment in my personal walk with God and just keeping that grace open because I think it's easy to get caught up in doing the right things for a very short period of time. But if we don't incorporate grace, we could just fall off completely and just not continue doing those things that are good for us. And that's one thing that's kept me from a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of my growth just because I'm not graceful with myself. So I really need to learn that, you know, and so I'm trying to incorporate it in a lot of areas, not just in my parenting, but in my walk, my eating, and my attitudes and, and, and all those issues. So, you know, it's, <clears throat> I well, I think a lot of people are trying to start a fresh year just because last year was so rough with so much going on. Um, but I think, like you said, like extending yourself that grace because, and and I think we've a lot of people feel this way. We extend grace to, to uh, the way that we extend our grace is different depending on who the person is. Mm-hmm. Like we tend to extend grace to our friends and to certain family members so much easier than we do to our husbands, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even um so what than we do to ourselves. Yeah. And um, a lot of the times we can forgive someone, but we can't forgive our husband mm-hmm. or we can't forgive ourselves. Right. Um, and I, I can understand you saying like you're trying to work on just doing that for yourself because it may be something that you don't really struggle with for other people. But when it comes to, to extending that grace to like your husband or your kids or somebody that is really close to you. It's a lot harder, and even for yourself, and it's the same thing with like forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. With with um, 
it's easier for us to forgive others than it is to forgive ourselves, especially for decisions that we feel were the wrong decisions. Um, we tend to carry that guilt right. with us or that baggage, and we don't forgive ourselves. It, it's a very hard thing to do to forgive ourselves because we still hold on to that. Yeah. Um, so I think those go hand in hand, but I can yeah. understand you saying that that's a, something that you're focusing on. And I think it's something we should all focus on. Yeah, definitely. Because when we don't give ourselves grace and we don't extend grace to just the closest people around us in a, on a day-to-day basis, it starts doing something in our walk. Uh, we start living in guilt and, and that kind of turns into anger. It turns into frustration, anxiety, depression. I mean, there's just so much that goes attached to living in such a way that's not the way God wants us to live. You know, he died and he extended grace to us because it's so easy for our hurt hearts to, you know, become hating hearts, you know, um, it's, and we turn hurt into hate and it's so easy for us to do that. And we need to practice grace every day. Um, we're not going to do things perfectly and our kids, especially our kids, are not going to do things perfectly. And I think I expect too much from myself, from my husband, from my kids. And I don't give myself grace, you know. And doesn't that make you, like, so glad and grateful that God is not like us? Oh, yeah. Because if God extended his grace or his mercy on us based on our, like, our standards, we would never be... <laughs> You know, like, we wouldn't... We would always be striving, like, to be better, or we just give up and walk away completely from God. We think he's expecting too much from us. Or we think, like, oh, we need to be, you know, doing things perfectly. Mm -hmm. And and we live in such a insanity in our walk, you know. And, And we do that even when God doesn't expect these things. Like, we have this human perspective that thinks that God works the way that we work. And sometimes I start seeing him as like a, an earthly father, like an earthly father who expects discipline, who expects, you know, so much out of me, um, an earthly father that has these high expectations of me and that if I don't meet them, I get disciplined or I, you know, and so I have this wrong perspective of parenting because I never had a right understanding of it. And as I became a parent, it started making me realize there's, you know, all these other areas I had never targeted or I've never really focused on because I was seeing myself as a daughter and only a daughter. And now I'm seeing myself as a mom, mm-hmm. as a parent to someone else. And so it, it changes my perspective and how to go about doing life. And as I parent, I can see the way that God parents me. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it it's so much different what you know having children or, or parenting another child what it does to your personal walk and that's something that we really wanted to talk about today um because it's something that you know it starts when you conceive and it doesn't end parenting just doesn't end mm-hmm. you know and it's something ongoing but what is that and what is parenting doing in our in our walk in our spiritual growth in you know the kingdom of god like how is parenting something that's important because i don't think we target that very much we just think it's just oh i'm going to raise a kid well and i think <laughs> you know? we know that it's important 
I think we can, when we really start to think about that and being intentional in our, our mindset, right? When you really sit down and think about what is a parent's responsibility? What is a parent's role? How does an, a parent impact a child? You, you, you grasp an understanding of how important it is, mm-hmm. but we don't ever, most people, I don't think most people ever really sit down and really think about it right to that degree i think we just live our life knowing like okay we're a parent we know we have responsibilities to care for a child but right we don't really sit down and dive deep in our mind like of how we impact our children a lot of the times you know we just go about doing life and Mm -hmm. and doing what we need to do to raise them yeah um and through and during that time so much you know so much happens so much um learning disciplining um right you know raising them teaching them there's so much that that happens right like you make mistakes and then you live with those mistakes and you carry that with you and then it impacts your child a certain way um but so I like the way that you kind of uh created a segue there to what we're going to talk about and so I want to just kind of start saying that today we wanted to talk about a book that I feel at least, and Jenny, you can give me oh, your yeah, perspective. We, we but feel <laughs> it's both of us. This book, I cannot tell you. And I've texted you. I texted you about this book, and I, I feel like I tell all the parents now, all the moms, all the new moms, current moms. Yeah. This book, aside from the Bible, so let's just put that on the. You know, let's put the Bible out to the side for a second. This book, I think, has given me the most perspective mm-hmm. that any other book that I've read. Um, yeah. has done for me. I cannot tell you how this book has impacted my life. So the book that I'm referring to is called Sacred Parenting, How Raising Children Shapes Our Souls by Gary Thomas, who is a best-selling author of Sacred Marriage. This book has been so revealing and I cannot even tell you how many times I have read this book and have just bawled my eyes out yes I can reread it like over (sighs) and over it's so good and it's crazy because one day I was walking into Lifeway and you know Lifeway used to be like okay I'm just gonna go and like you know relax for a moment it was next to McDonald's and it's the one in Mesquite it's not it's no longer there but I walked in there feeling so heavy feeling like such a bad parent, you know, just getting angry and impatient and just so ugly, you know. I was having all these ugly emotions. I think Ellie was like two, and two and a half. She wasn't three yet. And I, I mean, I was already feeling like, okay, I'm going to mess up this kid. I'm I'm not growing. Like, what's wrong with me? Why, why can I be a good sister in Christ? And why can I be, but then, and feel good about it? But not be a good parent to my child and not feel good about that. Anyway, I was like, God, just, you know, I'm walking around. I just need a parenting book. Maybe I just need to change my mindset or perspective. I just need something to set my mind on what parenting is. So I was just walking around. I'm like, it caught my eye because it was colorful and it said (laughs) sacred parenting. I mean, like it just popped out and I was like, well, you know what? Let me read the back. (laughs) And I read the back. I read what it was about and it was so good. Like it was just so graceful. You know, it was in a book that tells you how to parent better because I have read those and it just made me feel so bad because I could never do the things that, 
these books were telling me to do, how to discipline, how to, you know, um, help my child grow, etc. I couldn't do it all perfectly. So I was just drowning in guilt and shame. And this book, I read the back and it was just full of grace, you know, and I was like, okay, let me grab this and start reading it. And I never put it down. And now I talk about it with everybody um, that I come across that's a parent and people that are struggling with, um, you know, kids with disabilities or just difficult children, um, children. strong-willed child. Because <laughs> now I have a different child. Now I have two. Back then I only had one when I was struggling. So now it's like a whole different and a whole new level of struggling. But this book has given me a, such a great perspective and, and a purpose to why God created parenting mm. in this world. And um, it changed my perspective and my walk with God. It changed how I approach parenting. Um, it's different. It's given me a different purpose in my parenting. It's not just about raising a, a very good kid that's, um, you know, enhancing society in a better way. It's not a kid that's, oh, I want my kid to be smart and I want my kid to do good in life and be successful. And because these are goals that they're good goals, you know, don't get me wrong. Um, they're goals that are worldly, though. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we lose the spiritual perspective in parenting when we start focusing on the world's perspective of parenting. And I enjoy teaching my kid all that stuff, but that wasn't what God wanted me to do. And I didn't know that because, I mean, you know, you have a kid, but when do you, who taught you to be a mom and dad? Like, yeah. these things you don't learn. You People go into um, being becoming doctors or becoming, but they go to school for that. Mm-hmm. You know, they learn how to be that. And so when they're in the field, they have some kind of experience. But when you're a parent, like, it's not like you go through a course. Yeah, or know? at least they have a baseline of, okay, where do I start? Right. Do I, how do I approach this with kids? It's just like... All right. You're in the dog, you're at the hospital for those couple days, three days, and then all of a sudden you they, take the kid home. And as soon as you walk in, it literally is as soon as you walk in the door, you're like, oh, what man, am I supposed to do? what do we do? Yeah. <laughs> and I and I think it's important how you, you said, like, this book is not a how-to book. Yeah, it's not. Because even though I think that a lot of authors, they make how-to books, I, I think they're great. But the problem with how-to books is when you cannot achieve those those um metric guidelines guidelines, Mm -hmm. yeah when you can't meet them or when you can't follow those steps based on how they say you should raise your child you get you have guilt yeah a lot of and so i think a lot of those books kind of backfire on what the intent is Mm -hmm. the intention is to teach you so that you can learn so that you can put that into practice yeah but then when you can't do it you feel guilty about it because you're like, I should be doing this with my kid and yeah. I'm not doing it. And you I start should... comparing too, like with other parents that actually get some of those things right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you're like, just dang, you know, like they're such better parents than me. And Yeah. And... But, and it's all based on society standards. Mm-hmm. You know, like you said, I think every person that's a parent has always, has at some point in their life during being, you know, while being a parent and even before having kids, you mm-hmm. think like, I want to have kids. I just don't want to ruin them or I don't want to mess them up. Right. I think everybody says that because we've all gone through our own like problems and, you know, struggles. And because of our, you know, issues, we think like, man, how am I going to raise a kid and not mess them up? Yes. But 
and, and we think like we want to raise a child who is successful, who maybe is living a good financial life. You know, they have a, they're in a good financial status or they have a good career or they have a good education or, you know, like they, they, they're, they're, um, they have good family goals, you know, standards or the way that they rate, you know, they want to live their lives. But like you said, those are all worldly expectations. Like no one teaches you outside of that what you want, what your kids should know from a biblical perspective. Mm -hmm. Perspective, And this book does that. And it shows you how your children in turn, you think that you're raising them and teaching them, but you're actually learning from them. Yeah, because if you think about it, like the Bible doesn't talk a lot about how to parent some a kid doesn't talk a lot about parenting um you read through the bible it i mean tells you how other people you know had kids and so and so had kids and so but it doesn't tell you how to parent better uh but it does one thing that they did focus on gary focused on is the bible talks a lot about our spiritual growth about becoming more into the image of christ about being holy because God is holy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in those things, that's where God is, you know, working the most in our personal lives. So then he, you know, begins to emphasize how our kids, God uses them like a tool so that he can shape our souls, mm-hmm. that he can raise us as his children. Um, my from lifestyle. From a spiritual perspective. Yeah, from a spiritual perspective. You know, I'll put into life, into perspective my lifestyle. It, it completely changed from when I was not a parent to when I became a parent. My body changed. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, something so simple as your body changing, expanding, and now I can't get back to the shape I was in before kids. That's one of the things that um, God did in, in, in that. Because I was maybe putting my focus and my and my worth in the things that God didn't want me to. And my kid came and started changing, changing my lifestyle. My lifestyle does no longer look the same as it did when I didn't have kids. But it also, it humbled me to become a parent. There was just areas where I thought I was doing a good job. And then a kid came and I'm like, oh man, I am, I'm, I'm actually not, you know? Yeah. Um, my anger rose a little bit higher because things were just not going my way I couldn't control things Mm -hmm. like I used to be able to or I thought I did you know it's control is just a mirage but what I'm what I'm putting into perspective is like everything in your life changes the moment you become a parent um it humbles you and God says the humble will be exalted um it does expose some things that need to be worked on like anger Mm -hmm. resentment um control self-sufficiency because you cannot do parenting on your own um it starts you know targeting all these areas you know impatience comparison because now you're comparing yourself to other people and other parents and Mm -hmm. and it starts just exposing these things that need to be worked on and that's what god wants us to do is work on these areas because he's worried about transforming our heart and he does that through our kids no. And in return, we do we teach our children how they should be living their life for God's kingdom. Yeah. Amen. And um, and and I I want to 
point out a couple of things that he mentions in just the beginning of this book. Um, it, one of the sentences here, it says, the process of raising children requires skills that God alone possesses, and we are decidedly not God. So I think he says that specifically because our children challenge us in such a way that we've never been challenged before. Mm-hmm. And in areas in our life, like you said, that we have never really had to deal with before. And so only God is the only one that possesses everything that he needs in order for him to be able to know how to address certain areas you know, of that individual. We yeah. don't have that. Um, and because of that, we we got we have to learn, and he uses our children to teach us how to be better in that aspect. Yeah, yeah, def- most definitely, and it gives us a purpose. You know, um, in the kingdom of God, we ought to raise believers, right? It's just like go out and make disciples of all the nations, but our children are our disciples how many times do we share the gospel with some mm-hmm. you know an adult right mm-hmm. we share the gospel they come to christ and now from that moment on they become someone who is growing right in the lord but they carry their baggage from the past the way they were raised mm-hmm. the things that they were the, the values that they had in their hearts and now they have to like challenge those areas into what god calls them to do but with our kids you know when we're believers and, and you know from the get-go when we have our children they're our disciples. We get to influence their values, their moral system, their, and to make them into someone that can serve God mm-hmm. and serve his kingdom and build up his kingdom because mm-hmm. ultimately that's the only thing that's lasting. It gives us this purpose to raise believers. It gives us a purpose to continue walking the Lord. And, you know, even if we, as moms right now, when we have little kids, it's hard for us to go out on mission. It's hard to, you know, go go to church and, you know, do great things there. It's hard for us to go share the gospel with everybody. And, and we think that, you know, the big spiritual people, the, the, the big faithful people that are serving God the most are those who are out there doing big things. And we don't realize that it's in our home where God mm-hmm. has given us the purpose and the abilities that we need to implement to build up his kingdom simply by raising our kids to fear God mm-hmm. and to love God. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we don't have that because we think, well, it's very mundane. It's something that, oh, well, you know, I do every day, but these are the very, the most important people that God has placed before us. And the ones that I feel like, um, according to what I'm learning, I feel like God is going to call us out um as accountable to to be accountable for the things that we do toward our kids with our kids for our kids but it also gives us such a grace that god knows we're not going to do it perfectly mm-hmm. he knows that we're going to fall short and fail he knows and and that's what we can teach our kids and one thing that i do focus on after reading all this you know after reading this whole book one thing that he did mention is like you know, be honest and be transparent with your kid. Tell them, you know what, the Jesus that you need because you fall short and you're always disobeying and, and messing up and you need to be forgiven is the same God and the same Jesus that I need because mm-hmm. I mess up too right. and I need to be forgiven. Mm-hmm. And it just, that's what it boils down to, you know. The gospel boils down to um, giving grace and receiving it too. Yeah. We're not perfect Amen. parents. Mm-hmm. Amen. Another... Um, Uh, another part of the book he says god believes 
that parents' own spiritual growth is the most essential part of the how-to of parenting. Mm. So what that means is, and the way that I translate that is, my spiritual growth is the most important that's going to help me, that's going to teach me how to be a parent. Um, And he also says... That parenting isn't our purpose. It's a response to our purpose, which is worshiping and glorifying God. Amen. Because when you learn to parent the way that, um, in, in, in such a way where you have just a different perspective of what that parenting, of what parenting should look like, um, you start to te- you start to see your parenting in, in a different aspect, right? You don't see your parenting as in just, I need to teach them, right? You start um, teaching your children. You start thinking more of it in a deeper perspective, like, okay, I need to teach my children who God, you know, who God is. I need to teach them who's the God that's going to help them through difficult times. I need to teach them how to treat others based on, you know, what God wants. Um, but... Um, our purpose isn't just, hey, let's be a, pr- a parent. It's a res- it's a response to our purpose. Um, and I, I really like that worshiping and glorifying God. Um, our lives should be about that. Mm-hmm. Um, we worship and glorify God by our obedience, by our daily our daily walk with Him, by the way we act, the way we talk, the way we and what. What better it is to lay our parenting down on God's feet as a form of worship, Mm, you know, mm -hmm. saying I'm parenting these kids that you've given me and being grateful for the gift because these are gifts, being grateful for the gift God has given us and glorifying with it, you know, not, not putting parenting above God, but using parenting to glorify and worship God, you know, and it's a good perspective because I, I forget that every day. Like I have, that's why I reread this book a lot because I forget it, you know, I start you know thinking of just very very limited mindset, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, I forget that I can use this to worship God, yeah, well, and I think a lot you know, most parents are understand like that that their children is a blessing, right, like my child is my blessing, and i I'm grateful to God because of that, and I thank him <clears throat> for that every single day for my children every single day, but in the day to day in the very hard times when our kids are talking back or when our kids are throwing a temper tantrum or when our kids don't want to get dressed or they don't want to eat or brush their teeth. Mm. In those very hard moments, we're like sitting here saying like, oh my gosh, this kid, like he does not (laughs) listen. Like we're complaining, you know? Um, But God says, I mean, God says, well, yeah, Gary, but also... (laughs) Um, a God-centered parent acts out of reverence for God, regardless of how my children treat me, regardless of how our children react, how they talk to us, how they treat us, what they do, what they don't do. It doesn't matter how they respond to us as a parent, as a mu- as much as it matters what God has called us to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's very, I think that's very important. Yeah, and and well, I really like how, you know, seeing all this as a perspective, it brings about the fruits of the Spirit. This is a perfect soil 
for that, you know, and how God uses this to create these fruits in us. And if we think about like what Jesus actually came down to do, came and he humbled himself. He denied himself to become to the image of a servant. You know, he served the world, right? He died to self. And that's what we do every day as moms, as parents. We are humbled, you know, every time that we are, we ought to serve our kids, you know, think about just the humility that happens when we, you know, when we bring a child about into the world, you know, <laughs> the humble humility of our bodies, of our minds, you know, the way we serve our children and our spouses, you know, we are servants, you know, everything that we do is not for self, it's for others. And it brings about the character of Christ. And in that, we can we can rejoice and be grateful in that area and give give ourselves grace when we don't do it perfectly because there's only one that did, and that was Jesus, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, and, you know, um, I think one of the things about it is we, we, we make decisions and we do certain things in our parenting um, because we love our children. Because we want what's best for them and we want what's good for them. Um, But as Gary says in his book, he says, I know in my heart of hearts that no one loves any child more than God who Mm. created that child. Yes, you would die for that child, but God already has. When I read that, I was like, oh, oh, God is so good. Like, I, I mean... We say that all the time. Like, I would do anything for my child. Yeah. I would I would die for my kid. But Jesus did that. He already did that. He already did that. And it, it's just, this book has just given me so much perspective of just how amazing God is. And, and through it all, more than me influencing my child, my child is influencing me. Yeah. You know, God is influencing me through my child. Amen. And... Oh, it's just such a beautiful thing um, to be able to just get perspective, right? That it's not just about worldly things and it's not just about raising them right. It's more than that. Um, Because at the end of the day, I mean, we all leave everything behind. Yeah, We're going to grow and we're going to get older and we're going to die. And when we do everything that we've done, anything that we, any, all the money in our bank or no, no money in the bank, or the education we do or don't have, the careers that we had, like all of that is going to be left behind. And at the end of that is going to be hopefully eternal life. Yeah. Um, so I want to just ask you, because uh, I think we can talk about this book and, and we can really just keep just really talking about how this has impacted us um, and how such a, how great of a book this is. What is one area or one perspective that really has changed you um, that you got out of this book? Um, how God uses our children to raise us. Um, how this is not my child. This is God's child. He entrusted me with this child because I'm fully equipped. But more than anything, because he equips me to do it. Yeah. And how God is using her to mold my character and make me more into the image of Christ. Um, I don't get to see that often. I always think that the image of Christ is going to happen out there at church or, you know, when I'm serving someone else or when I'm denying myself or somebody else or when I'm serving greatly. But um, it really made a difference in my life when I read that God is using my very kids to do that. Yeah. And within the own four walls of my home, 
Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that has changed my perspective. So every time I'm struggling and every time I'm losing patience or every time I'm, I'm, I'm understanding that it's in those difficult times, those difficult moments that God is doing something great in my spirit. And it encourages me to keep going and in a good attitude and a good mindset instead of just getting caught up with very minimal and limited things and have a and it's helping me to have more of a heavenly perspective in my parenting yeah that's so yeah. good that's really good I can tell you um for me I have there's a couple of things that I really a couple of takeaways I mean there's a lot of takeaways but a couple of big takeaways for me were two things were that I need to live my life in such a way so that in in all that I do and in the things that I do, I'm showing my child and teaching my child of who God is and teaching him of the gospel. Amen. So because um, Gary talks about how one of his biggest fears, and I, I've gone, I have felt this way myself too um, in times before. One of my biggest fears is my me dying. Mm-hmm. And I think the way Gary broke it down was very much how I feel. So I like to use this perspective, this example. So Gary talks about like, he's worried about him dying and then not being available or around to help comfort his children um, when that happens, right? Not being there to comfort and to really guide them and tell them like, hey, everything is going to be okay. Hey, you know, you can continue to move to, to grow and live your life and, you know, have trust and faith that you're going to be with me again. Like he's not going to be there to, to comfort his children because he's going to die or he's going to be dead. Right. And I've had this perspective before. Cause I think a lot of our, a lot of us parents are like, we're fearful of that, either fearful of our children dying or fearful of us dying and not being around for our kids. But the way Gary said is I, because I'm so scared that I'm not going to be with them, I need to be sure that right now that I am around, that I teach my child of, you know, for them to know who God is Amen. and for them to have a relationship with him. Because at the end of the day, God is the only one that's going to help them through anything that they go through in life. Mm-hmm. Because Amen. they're still going to suffer and they're still going to be pain. Even when, even as, even as our children grow and they're adults, you know, in their 20s, 30s, where there's still going to be pain and suffering. Yeah. Um, and we can be there to comfort them, but there's no one that's going to comfort our child, not even us, the way God comforts us when we go through a hard time. Amen. Yeah. So that was one of the things that I really, you know, got out of it is like, man, my main focus is to teach Lucas about God. Amen. And just be an example to him. And um, I can really only do that by really looking to to God to guide me through that right yeah. and and of course he's teaching me with Lucas on how to how to do that the other thing that I really got out of this book is the part where he talks about like how a lot of adults really focus on well what my what's my purpose for my life right I think I've thought about that <clears throat> so many times like even as a even after Lucas was born like like man what am I gonna do with my career what's my purpose what should I be doing you know what should I where should I be? Like all of these questions, we question like all of these things. And um, specifically with, 
from a from a job perspective but I'm always wondering like should I have quit this job or should I be at this job right now or should I change the industry of where I'm trying to have a career right um because for a long time I think my identity was in my career because that's all I, I all I knew um and he's re he's reminded me this this book really helped me understand that at the end of the day none of that matters Mm-hmm. The only thing that matters is how we raise our children because at the end of the day they are the only ones that are going to that are going to stay behind. Yeah. Because even my husband is one day going to die. I'm going to die and my child is going to stay behind and what I teach him or what I don't teach him will have one or two effects. It's going to be a good effect or you know in regards to him knowing who God is and then teaching his children yeah. about God and the gospel and how to live, or it's going to have a negative effect. What I don't teach him is going to, um, it's going to carry, it, you know, it's going to carry into, and it's going to become a generational curse, right? Yeah. If he's seen that his mom is always anxious or depressed or struggling with self-image or struggling with anger or struggling with, um, just all of these worldly things, Lucas is going to see that. And he's also now exposed to these things so that he could eventually also suffer from that. And then it just continues. Yeah. So instead of me always focusing and worrying about what my folk, you know, what my career is and what my purpose is. Now I understand based on like, this book has helped me realize like, man, mm-hmm. nothing matters. The only thing that matters is my child and how, I should raise him. Amen. Yeah. And and that's why we wanted to introduce this book to all the mothers out there. And not just mothers. Actually, it's really good to do with your husband uh, or dads, single dads, whatever. You know, um, this is a great book that gives you a great perspective in your parenting uh, walk with the Lord. Um, because you're always parenting someone, whether it's your kid or whether it's another believer. There's always some kind of parenting going on. And so this really gives you a a godly purpose. And it's sacred. It's something that God uses um, to shape our souls into the purpose that he had for us since before the creation of time. And uh, we will put the link on the bottom of the of the podcast. And you can click on it. You can buy the book, order the book. We'll put a, a video uh, link on it so that you guys can watch one of the lesson videos. And it's really, I mean, even the, just the first one, oh, man, it's so good. And really get in it. You know, if you don't like to read, you're going to want to read once you start this one. <laughs> you know, this is a great book to, um, to just give you perspective on what the Bible is about, really, you know, it just, he brings it out into an application way. Uh, we're not dismissing the Bible by whatsoever because the Bible is the foundational um, truth of God. Yeah. You know, he would not have been able to, you know, place parenting in a perspective if he would not have the knowledge he has of, of God's word. And so-, so with that being said, we wanted to finish off with Philippians 2, 5 through 11 says in your relationships with one another have the same mindset as christ jesus who being in very nature god did not consider equality with god something to be used to his own advantage rather he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant being made in human likeness and being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on a cross therefore 
God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And thank you so much for just listening to us today with all the chaos happening in the background or dogs or kids just screaming. This is as, I mean, real, as real as it gets. As real as it gets, guys. I don't think we have the free time to just get together uh, as much as we want to without kids. And the fact that you guys are so patiently just listening to us. But um, we want to let you know that it's real. We're here, just like you, struggling with parenting. But, you know, there's a heavenly perspective. So just knowing that God will exalt us at the right time because of the mundane work that we do. And in, in just encouraging you guys to to um, get this book. We'll link it below. And we also want to just also announce that we are going to be doing a study on this book. We've already read it completely, but we want to just d- dive deep into it um, every chapter and just with other moms do a little study and, and talk about it and how it's impacted our lives in certain areas of, our, um, of these chapters. So if you are local... Um, if you are in the Dallas area, Dallas, Texas area, if you're local, we would love to, um, have you guys join us. So feel free to message us on our Instagram, momin with Jesus underscore, and, um, we'd love to have you. So we just want to thank you guys for joining us today. And without, with that, Jenny, do you want to pray us out? Yeah. Father God, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for this time. We thank you for allowing us to have some time together to just share your word with other women and and just have a conversation about what you're doing in our personal lives. We thank you for the children that you've gifted us with, uh, the purpose that you've given us in that, and the way that we worship you based on the way we raise our children to disciple them and, and teach them about you, about the great God that we serve and the great God who is so gracious and merciful in our daily walk. And how you're using that to mold our, mold our souls and, and build our character into the image of Christ. Thank you for coming down and becoming the servant that you are. And thank you for giving us that same perspective and that mindset that you have for us. All this we thank you and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. ladies and gentlemen we just thank you again for tuning in to this episode we are so grateful for each one of you and we hope to have you guys join us for our next episode thank you bye